Welcome to Side D of Episode 45 of Cozy Zone with Ben Weber, Renata Melillo Townsend at Lincoln Center Hearst Plaza. Something I was actually thinking about uh, in in listening to all this is like, what it what would it be to be like the host of a museum, museum okay. host? Uh-huh. I think I would want to be something like that. Tell tell me more. So like, like oh hey. hey Hey, everyone is coming to the museum. Come to the museum. Let me like let me show you over here. Yeah. Like, oh, may are you interested in this? Like a, a concierge, a museum concierge. Okay. Like in the the Pompidou, in in Paris, which Ooh. is the, the modern art museum, and they yeah. have this huge plaza, and it's like this inside-out museum. Insofar as like the stairways are on the outside of the building, and you see all these pipes and stuff, and yeah. on the external part of the building and then you go in and it's a lovely art museum so let me ask you something if yeah. you could be a con a museum concierge yeah. of a museum yeah anything in the world could be in the museum what what would you choose what would you want to be the museum concierge of wouldn't like a, a, a the first thing that came to my mind would be like parks okay. like a museum that housed many different parks like different cozy zones maybe cozy zones but like giant outdoor parks but like maybe enclosed maybe not enclosed you ride like a Segway maybe you ride a Segway or there's like a a transit system of some kind you know that shuttles you between these very like different parks it's sort of like uh, you know there's different environments different climates you know like the botanic garden so it's sort of but Uh it's it's a giant like yeah this giant world different worlds yeah that sounds lovely I love parks yeah do you have a favorite park in New York? Um, I do love, I mean, uh, the first thing that came to mind, I love Fort Tryon. I love Prospect Park. That's our mm-hmm. park, you know. Um, we own it. We own it. Um, a, another connection that you and I have together, we are co-owners <laughs> of Prospect Park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is... It was a huge financial expense. I, d- I don't understand how we maintained our friendship through that whole process. I don't know. I ask, I ask these questions all the time. But, but w- I mean, therapy's helped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we have a park at the end of it, which is really <laughs> yeah. nice. Which And the upkeep of that is also very stressful with our full-time job. But yeah. I can't believe we, ju- we haven't even brought that up. Well, it's just sort of like when you own a park, it's just sort of like this. It's a side job. It's a side job, and it's, it's a, it infuses everything. Like, I think people could infer based on our tone that's like these two people. They own a park. Park owners. Park owners. Robert Moses over here. Yeah. Did he own parks? No. Olmstead made the park. Yeah. I think Moses was like part of the He uh, was like a developer that like yeah. developed he everything. Put, he put the BQE up. I don't know if Thank you, you Mr. Moses. Yeah. Um uh, but Renata, you know, I like I agree there is that is when I feel the most powerful is when I'm performing. Yeah. Like that is like. And what kind of performance? Any anything like uh, site specific, I think. Mo- like w- when, you know, this is like it's like there is there is. I have within me the f- courage to like, like, look at all these nice people. Like I would do something these people yeah. i would love to be like hey everybody like i would love to yeah. call them over to like interview them interview them or, or you know wiggle my butt at them or something <laughs> you know anything anything they like yeah. or anything that i like yeah no i mean do you feel like this this is very intimate actually like these headphones really help oh yeah um there was a moment right before i was like oh 
like we're really in a public place. Yeah, but, but it doesn't. No, no one cares really. No, no, which is a little also disappointing. Like you want people to like flock yeah. and like see what the what the people in headphones are doing, people but don't they don't care. No one. That's that's New York for you. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> you take take it for granted. Podcasting, park owning, all of these things that don't get their due. We're just so busy. Do you um? Is it dessert time? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So we we stopped at Whole Foods before cozy zoning. Um, hungry. I we were peckish. I was very hungry, and I you were too. I was. What I did was you cranky. What did you get to eat? Oh, I just ate three pounds of hummus. Delicious. Um, no, I had. I really like the tabbouleh. Tabbouleh. How do you pronounce that? I I would say tabbouleh. Mandy says tabbouleh. <laughs> Who's Mandy? Mandy's my best friend. She is she good at flocking? She she's is. She's fucking good she's, at everything. She's learning now. She's literally good at everything. Here. Oh, thank you. And so I'm holding a little crepe in a in a tube. <laughs> um, I don't know how they're gonna be. They were 89 cents at Whole Foods, so like that's that's for like free. Essentially. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's like it doesn't get cheaper than 89 cents. But no. anything below a dollar is probably tastes this is garbage. That smells delicious, Can though. Cheers it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I saw these, and I like chocolate after I eat, but I also know that you like Paris and like French food. I do like Paris. So I thought, the Pompidou. what a great, what a great hybrid. What a sweet gesture. That's so sweet. Cheers, Renata. cheers, ben. ding. Thank you. Mm. Right. Cra- mm. A little dry. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. That's the first word that comes to mind. Is they're dry. But the taste isn't but, bad. But we have our own moisture. Maybe with some tea or something. Mm, yeah. Let's imagine. Coffee or espresso. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Mandy. Mandy. Your friend. Mandy is... Her name is Mandy Moore. Did you know that? I did know that, yeah. name is Mandy Moore. She is... She's the best. She... We met in... We met in college. I actually... She's a year older than me. And, um, I was visiting the school and I like sat in on a rehearsal and she was performing. And I remember being like, if there are people like that girl at this college, I want to go there. She's, she's just so, she's just so kind and smart and hardworking. And she's actually in our grad school program now. That is a, that is a important fact. Yeah. Yeah. So I, my dream is that. Mandy will graduate in a year and then we'll figure out something. I'll loop Rachel in and you're it'll a be thesis a, partner. Yeah. Fierce Lady Brigade. Yeah. I love fierce ladies. It's interesting, I I haven't brought a lot of men into the cozy zone. There are many more women That's interesting. Than men. I've been isn't thinking that, about that a lot. Isn't that like like your life though? Yeah. It's like my life. I I'm around a lot more women. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what it means. I think it's good. I mean, I I'm not worried about it. No, like, I it's, don't. It's usually you know podcasts are filled with you know white white men talking to white men. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and so you know white men talking to white women, and some women of color, a few women of color. Yeah. But mainly, me talking to white women. <laughs> white men and white women. Work. Talking about their feelings and their privilege. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm. Uh, it's it's all. 
It's all a process. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Living the That's dream. actually very podcast audience. I told Ben, we created a no-no zo- zone. And I said, Ben, <laughs> you know what my triggers are. When you say shit like, this is the dream. I like it, but I, I just said it to rile you up at no, this I point. Know. But what were you going to say? I don't remember. I never really did. I didn't. It's okay. No, I, I, I don't know why. I'm, I think it's just, I'm just joking. Like, you can say that. Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously. But, like, I think it was, it used to oh, get me. Oh, the process. You were, you, you were going to react to me saying it's all a process or something like that. Oh, yeah. You have, I mean. I have catchphrases. We just spend so much time together. Yeah. Like, I also think it's interesting. I've been thinking a lot about how our relationship has evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I remember I was so ner- Like I couldn't even make eye contact with you when I first met you. Yeah, why? I don't well, know. When we, I really wanted you to like me. And like, from what I knew about you, you were like really cool. Like Amy Sawyers. Love you, Amy. Mm. She's such an amazing Amy. person. Amy. Amy is responsible for <laughs> the job that I have now. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> um, Amy friends with Ben and when she left New York to go to North Carolina or South Carolina North Carolina North Carolina Raleigh Raleigh North Carolina to be with her sweetie they're engaged now Gavin Gavin um she recommended Ben for this job and I don't know I just I from what I knew about you like you were just intimidating you really were man um, because I, it, is it because I was handsome? Partly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that partly, but not all the way. No, but mainly. No. <laughs> First date. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know if someone, is that a good idea on a first date to like really push how handsome the world perceives you to be? I haven't been on a first date since 2007. That's when I graduated college. So. That was a long time ago. Yeah. That was uh, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Huh. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, like, if you're not douchey about it. Yeah. You can say anything if you're not, you know. That's a good point. Yeah, there. that is, I think, probably the game. It's like, what can you say? What can <laughs> you get away with? I love that. As long as you say in, like, a proper tone. And, like, with the, you know, the proper dismount. Or, like, if it's, like, real. Yeah. Like I think that's a real problem for you, actually. What's that? My uh, that Your I'm so handsome. Mm. I think that people treat. I mean, not a problem, but I think you can use. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. know. And I never think about it. Like I never. Like I don't. Like I don't identify necessarily right. as a handsome man. I I'm beginning to like understand. You're so handsome. Thank you, Renata. You're welcome. That's very sweet. Um. Yeah, I'm feeling feeling. Uh, uh, bashful <laughs> momentarily uh, momentarily uh, bashful sorry no that's okay um i remember there was a grad school christmas party the like most lavish christmas party oh, that the when grad it was school, like not like the, in the classroom no wait, it wasn't it wasn't like a like a fun or a, a, a training room no wasn't it potluck. matt freeman's goodbye party yeah but it was also uh, maybe it was yeah I maybe think, i don't think it had a oh, holiday right. attached no to holiday it attached. 
I guess not because it was when it was hired. it was in the like it was in the it was in September or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You're right. Yeah, it was Matt Freeman's going away party, and you definitely wouldn't make eye contact with me there because I was a, pro- a crossbie, right. right. and I wanted to know the ish, and you would not tell me the ish, which is responsible and professional of you. But I wanted to know. I know the ish. I really, I, yeah. That's okay. I didn't know you either, though. But. Except that, you know, I was popular and handsome in grad school. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Lindsay, get him. <laughs> get him in. Yeah. And here I am just. We're <sighs> so happy you're here. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. God. All right. So we're both happily gainfully employed. But like here we are in our cozy zone. A place yeah, to what dream. A, what a, yeah. Place to dream. Uh, so do you want to you devise theater with young people? That's something. Yeah, I do. I do. I want to devise theater with young people. I want to, I mean, I am, but I want to continue to devise theater with people for young people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I'm also really excited and interested about like lobby spaces. Mm. And so like, or like meeting spaces or just like spaces. Spaces. So like public. Public spaces. Public spaces. I I agree. Like, the, it is so fascinating how, like, who you are affects, like, how you interact with a space. Like, what entitlement you have yeah, to and a like space. Yeah, permission to engage with people. Like, I think a lot about, so, like, church, right? Uh-huh. There's a ritual of every day, every, I don't know, Sunday, Saturday, whatever your religion is. Um, uh, either Saturday or Sunday religion. <laughs> or when I don't know all the all the days, um, or every day <laughs> for the very committed. Yeah. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, there's this ritual of like there is this place that everyone goes to, and um, they do things together. Yeah. yeah. Now, personally, I don't necessarily agree with. Um, you know, I haven't been able to find a religion that fits with my needs and wants and morals and desires. But what I really, really want is a place where I can go, where I know all my friends are going to be there and we can talk about life and we can make some art together and we can eat some food and our kids can be like, I really love that idea, you know? And, and we can think good thoughts about each other. And so I, um, like my dream would be to create some sort of center, probably in Baltimore, where we are doing a multitude of things. But where it does feel like this home for people to go and it feels open and accessible and different people are teaching different things and... Um, like, it's probably not a good business model because it's not focused, but like, but I don't know. Well just like this idea of like community art making. Um, yeah, not, not yet. It's folk, right? You don't. Right. I got to figure it You haven't thought through the right. <coughs> mission, but that's okay. Yeah. But like you see it. Yeah. I mean, like a mix of like, you know, a variety of like, I mean people are doing i mean these institutions are doing these things but i just want to be um 
I, I just don't know if there's anything. I, I see everything that's happening in New York. And there are so many amazing things happening in Baltimore. Like, so many cool things. And I just want to bring, like, I want to bring T.O. I want to bring T.I.E. Like, what, what are okay, those? Okay, so Theater of the Oppressed, a lot of Augusta Boal's work. I want to bring um, theater and education, so performing in schools and putting kids in role. Like, I want to bring these mediums to Baltimore. And, and quite frankly, they might already be there, and I just don't know about it. But, like, when I, I interned at Center Stage in Baltimore, um, and we were doing applied theater. I didn't know at the time that it was called applied theater, but we were devising. It, it was a very similar program to the Cat Youth Theater. It's called Encounter. Mm-hmm. We would pick a theme each year. And um, it was amazing. Like, it was amazing. And I remember thinking, like, I want to do this for a living. I need to learn how to do more of this. I'm going to go to New York and learn how to do it. But then, you know, Danny loves it up here. It took, it took me forever to get him up here. And now he never wants to leave. So now I'm kind of, and I love it up here. My people, my friends, my job, my, like everybody I know and love. I have a couple people left in Baltimore, but like the majority, like my collaborators, my like everyone is here. So it's this very funny, like, I'm so thankful that the life I've built in New York, but now I'm like, well, fuck, like, I can't, I can't, how am I ever going to leave? But will, will I need to sacrifice my dream of starting something um, in, in a place that doesn't have it? Yeah, my God, I mean, and it's so, and I think what you said about maybe you just don't know about it yet, like, how do you find out, like, what is happening i think you move back you have to go into the community right 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 but even here like oh yeah but even like it might be happening here or something what do you mean i mean i the thing that you're seeking might even be here somewhere yeah i mean i don't know like i mean you know presumably both you and i are well positioned to sort of have a good sense of like what is going on (laughs) presumably but 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 that you know (coughs) i'm always i'm constantly learning about new things yeah yeah constantly and i love that yeah (sighs) so i thinking about like thinking about this center this community center i'm hearing like a place to belong a place to anchor yourself and to nourish yourself yeah I mean, it, it is a beautiful, I mean, it would be beautiful. Yeah. I mean, on the other hand, then I'm like, oh, or <laughs> like on the completely opposite end, I'm like, you know, I don't know. I, I'm really, I really enjoy mentorship. Hmm. So I'm like, maybe it's like, I, I, I like want to continue to do education. Like I'm definitely not at a place now where like I could be at a collegiate level, like teaching, but like maybe I mean, definitely in, in years from now, like I want to, I want to learn, I want to keep doing the work. I want to keep doing work and using theater to activate things and make change, which is something that's somewhat new to me and something I really am inspired by. It's something that Rachel really introduced to me in terms of like, 
not just doing theater to perform and then it's over, but using theater to really make change, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, what, um, what does like, that look like? Like being, like, you know, like, um, so for example, that's why we did for our thesis, we did um, legislative theater. So we were just going to devise a show, but Rachel was, her thesis question was specifically looking at, like, can theater shift the perspective? I'm, like, butchering it. But from what I remember, it was, can theater shift the perspective of the women to be radical citizens, to want to make change? Mm. Um, which is, like, an impossible, like, it's so, d- again, like, these thesis questions are so big for eight sessions. Yeah. but. 12 sessions, whatever it was. But um, I had a really great uh, coffee with a, a mutual professor of ours, Dana Adele, who's like the coolest woman on the planet. And she was talking about how theater, to her, theater isn't enough anymore. Like she wants it to do something. Right. She wants to make change. Right. And like that's new for me, like personally, like when I like I have my BFA in acting like pretty like Mm. pretty standard traditional theater and then when I went to center stage and I met encounter I was like oh you can do theater I really enjoy doing theater with people who um have never been exposed to theater before and it's not necessarily being about a being doing professional theater but rather like exploring the world around you this is awesome but now I'm like oh you can use theater with people to make other people change their minds about something. And then maybe we do that. We Thanks for listening to Side D of episode 45 of Cozy Zone with Ben Weber. Renata Melillo Townsend at Lincoln Center, Hearst Plaza. Be sure to cozy up next time to Side E. He interviews friends. It's awkward and then it's cozy zone.